Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Full Press Colts Podcast with your host, Jay, Jay Steven. What is up, Colts fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Press Colts Podcast. And as my buddy, Corey Thompson, stated there in the intro, I am your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 2nd, the year 2020. December is here. The season is almost over, but there is a game to be played this coming weekend. If you have been in the news, it may be a little bit easier than expected, but... Every game in the NFL is big and special, just like this weekend's matchup against the Houston Texans. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. As you know, normally on Wednesdays, we have a guest, and we are back on our midweek grind. Today, we have co-host of the Bring the Juice podcast, Cody Felger. Uh, on with us to just talk about and recap the most recent game the Colts played against the Titans, which we all want to forget, and then kind of talk about the Texans game and what it is to come throughout the rest of the season. So without further ado, your boy's going to back away, bring in Cody, and allow you to enjoy our fun conversation about this year's Colts football team. And joining us now here on the Full Press Colts podcast, it is Wednesday, and I have said before, I'd like to bring a guest on here. Uh, today we have Cody Felger, co-host of the Bring the Juice podcast. Him and I have done some work before, so I said, why not bring Cody here to Full Press? Cody, how you doing, man? 
Uh, doing okay, man. Yesterday, I'm sure we'll get into it. Uh, wasn't my favorite game of the year, but uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm enjoying uh, the season so far. It's been good despite the craziness. And uh, like you, like we just were talking about off air, man, it's so much fun to talk about the Colts. Win or lose, I love talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. Uh, before we get into yesterday's game, I'm curious how you reply to this question here. If someone were to ask you to describe the Colts, someone that knew nothing about the team, how would you describe the Colts football and how they played this year? Yeah, I mean, I would say probably exactly. I mean, overachieving in some ways and underachieving in other okay. ways. Uh, I would say defensively, throughout yesterday's performance, full strength defensively, they're a lot better than I thought they would be, honestly. Uh, they've surprised me in a lot of ways. But then you go to the underwhelming part, uh, the running game, uh, especially has been underwhelming so far throughout the season. They've had some decent games, but – I mean, I thought, and I know Marlon Mack was a big reason why, but I thought maybe top, at least top 10 rushing, and they're nowhere near that this year. So uh, it's just like, yeah, pleasant surprises in certain ways and then not so pleasant surprises in other ways. That's probably how I would describe the Colts this year. Um, I think record-wise, about what I expected, I projected 11-5, and five, so they're kind of right there in that trajectory. Um, really, depending on what they do the next couple of weeks, we'll kind of determine that. But uh, overall, yeah, I mean, those are probably some of the words I would use to describe the Colts so far throughout the 2020 season. There's been some highs, there's been some lows, but I think they're sitting record-wise about where I thought they would. Uh, I thought they would split with the Titans, so uh, about, a right, about right there, honestly. You said the word overachieving and then underwhelming, but primarily overachieving is a great way to describe the defense. Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, um, Blackman coming in, filling in that role and playing huge. What? How would you describe in what ways this defense has um, overachieved this year? Yeah, I mean, I think you talked about it. Julian Blackman especially. We didn't know what he was going to be, especially coming off that. I think it was ACL injury last year. You know, it was less, way less than a year when he came back. And he's just been, you know, one of the candidates for defensive rookie of the year, which is crazy to me that Ballard would draft two guys out of the first round um, that, you know, Darius Leonard obviously got it, but, you know, Julian Blackman didn't be considered is huge. So, you know, him and, and I guess Xavier Rhodes too is a big surprise, just how well he's played this season. Um, yeah, and, and just we knew DeForest Buckner would have an impact, but, like, the impact he's had on the defensive line, heck, we saw it in the game yesterday. I mean, yeah. there's a reason the Colts traded number 13 for him. Like, he definitely deserves it. So, uh, I think those ways I'm just pleasantly surprised. Um, besides the two Titans games, the Colts have been still really good against the run, um, which is great. I mean, we expected that. But, you know, there was games where they were literally shutting down teams, like, didn't even, like – I can't remember which – I think it was the Lions game. Both the running backs combined for like eight yards. It was like crazy how good their run defense was at certain points. So um, I would say probably those are the the biggest things on defense that I'm the most surprised about. I think we all kind of expected like Bobby Okariki, for example, to take a leap this year. He has Kari Willis the same way. So, uh, yeah, I would say Blackman uh, is really the biggest surprise for me. Xavier Rhodes is slightly a surprise for me, especially considering the last two seasons – and then just the impact that Buckner's had on every single person on that defensive line. Get thrown to Nico Autry there, too. He's leading the team in sacks right now. Um, <laughs> far cry from last year. We had three and a half the whole year. So uh, those are some of my biggest overachievers, the biggest surprises so far through the season. Yeah, I know when, in regards to the defense, I have been one here on the podcast, um, not so much on Twitter because I don't like I don't tweet as much as others um, for own personal reasons there. But I have been very vocal here on the podcast saying Darius Leonard, his absence when he hasn't been there, because I believe he missed two games in a row. His absence has been very key and maybe his presence on the field um, raises raises the level of play from other players. But yesterday, Cody, we saw DeForest Buckner not on the field is an issue. And he kind of he he. 
Leonard is great. Don't get me wrong. Leonard, Leonard is a key piece to this defense. But Cody, to force Buckner right up front, controlling things in the trenches, he is just as vital to the success of this team. He is. Yeah, he really is. You saw, like people were saying, DeForest Buckner needs to be like defensive player of the year because of the impact that he's had so far. You know, stats will never show it because he only has no. like two and a half sacks the whole year. But like just the impact he makes is just incredible. Um, just incredible the drop off we saw last, uh, I guess, yesterday when we we're recording this. But, you know, it would come out what Wednesday. So, yeah, uh, I'm really uh, happy with DeForest Buckner and what he's done, man. He, he makes so much of an impact. Uh, and things you don't see, um, which is huge. Um, and so you're right. Like Leonard's great, and uh, but Buckner, man, he just just changed this defensive line. Like similar to how Quentin Nelson had changed the offensive line, mm-hmm. um, I would say definitely Buckner has been the biggest change on this defensive line. And I have been so impressed when he's in there. When Austrie's in there, they are a force, man. They're a top defensive line unit for sure. Yes, they are. And then another word you utilize when describing this team over excuse me overachieving was the defense. Underwhelming was the rushing game. And going into the year, I had an episode where I had discussed a few questions that I had going into the season. And one of them was, will the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in this in the in the league? We know how good they can be, but for some reason I I had I had a sense that they'll take the next step up. This year it hasn't been so much that. Now I do understand. Marlon Mack not being there, his vision and his patience is completely different than that of Jonathan Taylor. And we're seeing Jonathan Taylor right before our eyes with no preseason where you're getting thrust right into the starting role due to to an injury. You don't have the time to figure out how defenses are going to attack you or how the old line is going to block or where the hole may be or how patient you have to be or how quick you can hit the hole. He didn't have that time. So I think it's a kind of an – I don't know how you view it, but I know the offensive line issues – Sometimes it hasn't been as bad as what other people in the media, especially those that are around the team quite a bit, how they are portraying it because you got a running back back there who is literally just trying to get his feet wet in the NFL. And with no preseason, his progression and his growth, Cody, is slowed down a lot slower than we would hope it to be. Yeah. And he never, I never thought he should get the starting role right away. Like that was something we said, you know, Marlon Mack had a year to really sit behind Frank Gore and learn a lot from him and get a year to just learn like Marlon Mack from year one to year two, his patience improved so much exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the next two seasons, he looks so much better as a running back. So I think the goal was, you know, Mar- his sit behind Marlon Mack, still get some carries, still make some plays, but to be thrust in, like you said, the leading back week two, uh, he had a hundred yards that first week too, by the way. Uh, and then he's looked good. I think he's had some moments where he's looked really good, um, but he's definitely not been, you know, people look at his Wisconsin stats and they're like, he's going to be the leading rusher. And like the NFL doesn't work like that. Like you can be a great college player, but sometimes it just needs some time uh, for him to develop. And, you know, I felt like, you know, when he played last, he had a really nice game there. Um, he's starting to build a little bit more confidence. And obviously now he's out with COVID and it's just like, that's just been this year, man. Like whenever the Colts seem to get momentum, something happens. Uh, and this, for example, the injuries, the COVID list, all that stuff just really uh, was not great timing at all for the Colts. So without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But you're right. Going back to the offensive line. You know, I don't think it's been as bad as some people have said, like you said, um, but I do think it's been underwhelming um, a yeah. little bit. Um, I think it starts with just some of those guys that you don't expect to have down seasons for themselves. Um, like Costanzo's not had the greatest season. Mm-hmm. I know he's injured now, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, even Quentin Nelson, like he's had some times where like he doesn't, he's gotten beaten and it's just like, you don't see that from Quentin Nelson. He just had kind of a up and down year. He's had some really, really good games. And then he's had some games where you're like, that's just weird. And Ryan Kelly, the same way. I feel like, you know, some of these guys that you expect to be top players of their position, you know, they've had some really good moments, but they've also had some kind of like, what? Like, I don't expect this from these guys. Um, but, you know, overall, it's been weird to think like the right side of the offensive line's been actually like a strength this year. But like credit Glowinski and Braden Smith, they've both been really, really good this year. I feel like they both stepped it up this year. But yeah, it's just weird to see the left side. I wouldn't say struggling because it's like hard to say that. But like struggling for their standards, I guess, is where I, I, I'm thinking for this offensive line. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see what happens now with Costanzo, you know, what they do. I know there was talk about maybe moving like Braden Smith to left tackle potentially, uh, which I don't know if I love that. Um, I know some people threw out Quentin Nelson to left tackle. There's all these random combinations of things. Um, but, you know, this is JY, I think this is the biggest downfall of this offseason and the biggest mistake by Chris Ballard, in my opinion, the offensive line depth, um, he should have addressed it more. Mm-hmm. He really should have, especially at the tackle position. I mean, you don't want LaRaven Clark playing. And when he plays, I mean, he had an okay game after that first series, like for his standards, but it's just not even close. Like the Colts offense just came to a halt when Costanza went out. So uh, that's something the Colts definitely need to address in my opinion, in the off season, uh, finding your left tackle potentially in the future. Cause Costanza is only on a two year deal. So uh, and, you know, he kind of slowed down a little bit this year so far, but it's just been a weird year for the offensive line. Like 2020 has just been a weird year in general. And so it's like the, the one position, I think, if you ask me going in, what's a position you're not worried about? I would have said offensive line. Mm-hmm. And they've had some moments where I've been like, this is just odd to see this again. So hopefully they can get on track. They've, they've definitely, uh, you know, I don't really hold it against them for this last game because they're missing – Kelly coming in. So Danny Pinter's your starting center rookie out of ball state. And then Costanzo goes out pretty early in that game. So you're down your, your two of your top three offensive linemen, in my opinion. Um, so I don't really fault them, I guess, for this game as much. I thought they still all things considered did a pretty good job protecting rivers and got sacked like once. Uh, but yeah, this offensive line, they definitely need to, to get some more depth. And uh, I would love to see them if they can get all back healthy. Uh, I want to see them continue to build off the success they had the previous two weeks. Uh, Cause I thought they were really starting to come into their own a little bit. I'm right there with you. You mentioned the word weird and the way to describe this year. As I watched, and maybe you watched yesterday's game against the, wow, the, the Titans. It just escaped my mind who they played. I, I, I'm glad. I'll be putting it out of your mind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got to, man. I got yeah. to. That game was weird. I mean, yeah. from start to finish, it was a weird game. You go into the Titans game, you know they have one, almost a one-trick pony on offense. Now, it's not run every single play. But if you stop Derrick Henry – their offense is basically done. For as good as Derrick Henry is as a running back, I saw during one point in the game, Ryan Tannehill was 11 for 20. Game manager, 
describe him that way, whatever way you wanted to utilize Ryan Tannehill. But their offense rides and dies with Derrick Henry. And we saw yesterday, you can't stop him. Uh, the, the final score will be a little weird because it wasn't like it was, it was nowhere close to what, I, to what I thought the final score would be, no matter if the Colts won or lost. As you watched that game, what thoughts went through your mind? <laughs> I'm just, it's kind of like, like you said, like it's so predictable. They're going to hand it off to him. Just stop him. I don't know if you saw uh, the I think it was a tweet by Kevin Bowen, who he basically had Matt Eberfuss's like goal sheet or whatever. Um, and the first one was stop the run. And the Colts literally did not do the first key <laughs> to winning that game. So, I mean, when Derrick Henry, 250 pounds of him, was running it, what, almost 30 times? Like, and you can't stop him. He's he's averaged like six yards a carry. Uh, that's not going to go well for you. Uh, and credit the Titans. They did exactly what they needed to do, man. With with That was the Colts' weakness this week. Um, with Buckner being out, Okariki being out, Autry being out. Uh, they just had no answers for them. And so I was just thinking, like, are we going to shore him up eventually? And I think they did a little bit better in the second half. I would say a lot better in the second half. <laughs> when you, you scored, you allowed 35 points in the first half. And then I guess three points technically on defense in the second half. So uh, the first half, I was just like, what are we doing? Like, are we even trying right now? <laughs> like, it seemed like the JV team versus the varsity team. It was just ridiculous at certain points. And there was just a lot of unfortunate things. I just felt like it was just like one of those days where nothing could go right, you know, like, and it just comes down to the to the really the, the end of that game. And I tweeted out very fitting end to this game where the Colts go for an onside kick and AJ Brown just takes it back for a touchdown. I'm like, <laughs> okay, like it's just been one of those days. You know, Colts went for two twice. They missed it both times. But you think, okay, if they would have actually been able to do some of that stuff, I mean, that game could have been a lot closer. It could have been an eight point game at one point in that fourth quarter. So it just was one of those games, man, where I just felt like everything that could have gone wrong really did go wrong. That's kind of how it felt, in my opinion. It did, and. We have seen at times the Colts defense look bad at times in the first half or look bad at times during games or just look somewhat okay or average, not even just so much bad. They look a little average, a little sluggish to start the game, and then they pick it up the second half. It's a different story than the first. But for some reason, man, I and you may, we mentioned Buckner, we mentioned Autry, we mentioned Okariki. I got to give credit to the Titans offensive line because it seemed like they knew once they got to the second level, Derrick Kenny was gone. They knew all they had to do was simply just get there, um, double teams, chipping, whatever you had to do as an offensive lineman, get to the second level, open the holes, allow Derrick Henry to use his body, use his frame, use his speed to get him to the second level to allow him to get eight yards, 10 yards, 12 yards of carry. And they did a phenomenal job. So as much as I want to knock the Colts, I have to give credit to where credit is due because that O-line did a phenomenal job from the Titans yesterday getting to the second level. But we, this can't continue. This can't continue, and you don't know how long players are going to be out. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. No, You don't have any long-lasting injuries. Um, these are just things that go through my head during games like that, saying, like, well, there, here's this issue, and here's this issue, and here's that issue. And you Basically, you turn the offense into being one-dimensional, and we've seen when Phillip Rivers needs to be one-dimensional, well, if he's not, he, he's a really good – he can be a good quarterback. But when he is, Cody, and the defense isn't doing their job, it really hurts the offense of the Colts. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. I mean, but like even the second half, the offense was just awful. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. For zero points. Like if they would have done anything on offense, I mean, I really feel like that could have been a game, honestly, when your, your defense is playing as well as they are in the second half. Uh, but like you said, when you allow 35 point 35 points, excuse me, in the first half, like that's not good. Like that's, that's horrible. Like that, that's just inexcusable. I don't care how many you allow in the second half, you allow 35 freaking points in the first half. Like that's awful. Um, 
but yeah, I definitely agree when your defense is doing that, your offense, your offense kept up for a couple drives and then Costanza went down and you lost your momentum and you didn't really do a whole lot in that first half after that. Uh, but yeah, that defense didn't help you out one bit. And it was a weird thing because this Colts defense is so predicated on turnovers. And they had zero in this game. Uh, it seems like they just couldn't make a play. It's just like they couldn't get off the field either. Like even that fourth down, you know, you could argue maybe that was a false start. I don't know. Uh, but come on, guys, like situational awareness is just like huge. And, and yeah, I, I just the defensive line just wasn't good either. Like we can make excuses all we want, but like you still had some depth there and nobody did anything. I think they had one sack on Tannehill all day. Uh, so, yeah, defensive line got shredded all day long. And now we see why Buckner was worth that 13th overall pick, man. Like, seriously. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, you're exactly right, man. Looking ahead to. The Texans game this coming Sunday, then the, projecting the rest of the season. After watching the Colts play this week, yesterday, what do you think the Colts need to do to be a force and to scare teams once the playoffs start? Because I still think, with the way the season has gone, I still think they'll make the playoffs, maybe a wild card spot. I still think they will be able to make the playoffs at that time. But what do you think the Colts can do to improve, to scare people down the road um, once the playoffs do start? Yeah, we're getting healthy is obviously number one, for sure. Getting all your guys back. Um, just getting some consistent pressure, too, is something that you need to do, especially if you're facing Watson twice in the next couple of weeks. you got to get pressure on him because he's been really getting heating up here recently. Um, so you got to contain him. You, you know, Rocky Sin's got to bounce back, too, man. That was an awful performance by him. That was probably his worst game since that Denver game last year. Maybe even worse than that. I don't know. It was just bad. That Denver um, game was bad last year, man. That was, a, that was really bad. It was a horrible yeah. They're both pretty bad games in general, but got to get him back, get him more confident again. Um, whatever you got to do, even if TJ Carey, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's your number two corner moving forward. Um, whatever you got to do, just make sure that's not happening because he was killing you on drives this uh, in this game. I mean, there was just a lot of dumb, dumb things. Like even think about some momentum, just momentum killing things. Like you stop him on third down, you get a sack. And then there's defensive holding or defensive pass interference. And you're just like, really? Like that just killed their momentum. Titans go in, they score a touchdown. Like just stuff like that. Uh, you just got to be smarter. Uh, and your offense has got to get back to running the football again. Like you got to do what you did a couple weeks ago. And really, I, you know, you got to get back. I mean, I think at one point during that game, uh, Jordan Wilkins got banged up. Colts had one active running back uh, in that game. So you got to get healthy, get, get, uh, yeah, get, get all your running backs back and be able to actually run the ball effectively because you had started to do that, and it was just really confusing why you weren't able to do that because Naeem Hines had a lot of success against this Titan defensive line with Jayon Brown, and he's now he was now out of this game, and they just could not run the ball at all. Um, 
And again, you know, I, I, like I said earlier, you're missing Costanzo, you're missing Kelly. So that is a reason why, but you got to get both those guys back uh, hopefully soon uh, to make this playoff push. But yeah, defensively that, that <laughs> just do anything better than you did yesterday and I'll be happy. Uh, but yeah, definitely the pressure I think is number one for me because let's be real. Derek Henry is the best running back in the league or one of the best running backs in the league. The Colts seem like this year they've struggled against him mightily. Um, he's just that kind of back. He's already over a thousand yards this year. Um, I don't anticipate a lot of teams will be able to do that to the Colts. So, I mean, I'm not super concerned with stopping the run quite honestly. So I felt like they shorted up a little bit. They're going to get hopefully Buckner back. They could get him and Autry back this week, which would be huge against the Texans uh, to get some pressure on Watson and, and Okariki too. I mean, you're missing two of your top three defenders, honestly, or three of your defenders. I don't know if you'd throw Autry in there. Maybe you would, but uh, nonetheless, Buckner and, and Okariki definitely are. Uh, so getting those guys back would be huge, huge for this matchup and pivotal getting back uh, to, to potentially making a playoff push, like you said, because this AFC is very competitive right now. I mean, a team could realistically have a winning record and not make the playoffs this year. That's how good this AFC is. Uh, so I think those are my thoughts on what I think the Colts should do if they want to potentially beat the Texans, hopefully sweep the Texans. That would be nice. Uh, and maybe like upset a Pittsburgh or a Las Vegas or something like that. One of those two, because Vegas did not look good yesterday either. They looked worse than the Colts. So maybe, maybe that's more of a winnable game than you think. And obviously you got Jacksonville again. So if you can win four of those games, that would be huge, 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 because then you would win what be 11 wins, 11 and mm-hmm. five. That's probably good for, you know, five or six in the wild card. So and also, I feel like people all of a sudden think, oh, the division's lost. Well, there's still five games left, and the Titans play the Browns, and the Browns are actually not bad this year. So They're not. So, realistically could lose that game, and, and then what, what happens? Then the Colts are right back in it if they win against Houston. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's really still in reach, but at the very least, if, if the Colts could continue to win out, they can definitely be a wild-card team, and they could – honestly, if they're healthy, I think they can play toe-to-toe with about every team because we saw the last couple of weeks, I mean, they – they beat the Titans on Thursday night. They went and they upset the Packers, one of the best teams in the NFC. So like this team can compete when they're healthy. That's just the problem. They just weren't healthy yesterday. And so um, in the end, they just didn't execute at all. I mean, you saw players just frustrated yesterday. Like I've never seen the Colts defense this year be so frustrated in a game. Like Xavier Rhodes was going off in that game. He was so mad. Uh, that's just kind of how it was. Uh, so I really expect the Colts to come out really like angry and wanting to prove something this next week. Um, I really think, you know, this is the best time to do it. <laughs> I mean, you kind of got humbled a little bit, quite honestly. You're riding high the last couple of weeks, got a little humbled, and maybe that's the best thing for this team, quite honestly, right now. Yeah, it might be. I know that there are times that when you have those games that somewhat humble you, those are kind of the – those are kind of what's needed to get you to get out of the, whatever funk or whatever's in your head to get over the hump, get over the obstacle, and then play the best ball you've ever played in your life, not just that season – but in your life. But I want to close it with this, Cody. I know earlier on Twitter, I don't have the list right in front of me. That's my bad. I should have pulled it up. But you listed out the needs of the Colts for the offseason. I know one of them was left tackle, I think, with a lot of exclamation points. Is the running back position on there? Oh, running back? I don't think running back. I think you can re-sign Mac. Like, mate, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Running back for me is not that big of a need because if you can bring Mac back pretty cheap – I feel okay about, okay. I have it pulled up here. Hang on a second. Um, so I have left tackle quarterback, cornerback, defensive end and wide receiver. Now okay, these okay. aren't necessarily in order. I just kind of listed out just as I thought about them. Um, so somewhere, some, those are probably mine. I would say my needs. Going okay. Forward. 
Do you think, and I'll, I'll close it out with this question here, with three running backs on the team this year, and they've actually all played well at times. Um, sometimes you get all three playing well in one single game. Do you think with the way 2020 has gone, with injuries or COVID hitting different positions at different times, do you think the Colts should or will pick up a running back or have somebody extra on the active roster for games just in case somebody gets hurt and there is only one active running back during a game? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised they didn't, quite honestly. Maybe it was a little bit late in the week when they, and they're like, shoot, we'll just have to roll with a couple this game. But, yeah, I would think they would. If Taylor's out for another week, I would think they would want to make sure they have at least three active running backs. Um, I don't really know who's out there, though, quite honestly. Maybe either. they just get a guy on the practice squad and bring him up for a week. Um, but, yeah, I could see the Colts potentially doing that, bringing up a running back uh, just for this week or something like that, just in case. Like, just in case Wilkins goes down, you need somebody in there. I don't know if Jonathan Williams is still available, but if he is, I would love to give him another shot. That's for sure. I forgot about him. My goodness. That name completely escaped my mind. Cody, thank you so much for coming on the Full Press Colts podcast. This has been fun. Take some time if you could. Let people know where they can connect with you on social media and then also, and then also where they can listen or watch your podcast. Yeah, uh, so social media. I'm on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, those are my two main ones. So you can find me, type in Cody Felger. You'll find me on Facebook at CPFelger55. Uh, bring the juice also on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at BTJPod. Uh, yeah, you can listen to us really anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're primarily on YouTube. That's kind of where we've been start, sort of growing a lot. Uh, we're also on like Apple Podcasts. Really any podcast, anything that you listen to on podcasts, we're there. So Apple um, and all those other places, Anchor, Spotify, all that stuff were there. So yeah, you definitely check us out there. Cody, thank you so much for coming on here on the podcast. Look to have you on possibly down the road. Um, Colts have a, even though the, the the matchups that the Colts will have will not be as strong as what the, uh, the what the previous four have been, I do believe they will still be tested in every single matchup down the road. Cody, thank you so much for coming on here, here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming back and enjoying another episode of the Full Press Colts Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Remember, guys, you can always listen to the Full Press Colts Podcast on either the Full Press Coverage app, which is free, or fullpresscoverage.com, or Apple, or Spotify, or wherever you get your Fine podcast. Come back on Friday as we will talk about and properly prepare for this weekend's matchup against the Houston Texans. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.